Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. And good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday of this week here in Political Coffee. As we um, as we dive into the things that are happening in our world, really do matter in our lives. That's the goal, of course, of this show is to always present those political issues of the day in a way that helps you change your world. And you do that by maybe gleaning something worthwhile out of either hearing me speak or some of our guests speak or some of you speak or hearing me read your emails live on the air. Like the one I'm going to read you from a state employee who shall never be named and a surprising email from our buddy Corby about hardening schools. All of that, plus Eric Azer, the owner of Righteous Renovations, joins us at the bottom of the hour. Now, why would I want to interview just a, you know, an advertiser? Well, number one, I I do it rarely, but I do it. Because I want you to know a little bit of something about these people. Because our advertisers stick with us. And they did stick with us. When we stood firm after the stolen 2020 election, and it was, folks. And more and more truth will come out about that, no matter what the news media says. No matter what Fox News says about the big lie. We'll see as more and more people plead guilty and are prosecuted across the country for the 2,000 mules exposed fraud, for what Dr. Frank is doing. And we'll see. I don't expect any of them to be, yeah, you know, apologizing once it is fully exposed. And it may take a while. That's okay. We'll expose it. But the reason that we're bringing Eric Azer on is not anything to do with that. It is to share with you this man's passion for what he does and how he does something that's really unusual that contractors don't ever do, or at least in my experience or knowledge, they never do it. And it's something that is worthwhile you knowing about because you might want to do business with Eric because of it. Or you might want to recommend him to, to somebody in your circle of influence who's looking for a contractor they can actually trust. By the way, there are uh, primaries going on today in Maine, Nevada, North Dakota, and South Carolina. We'll see once again how many more Trump supporters are elected there. Some things going on in Oregon. Um, we are going to continue to do things um, we're going to continue to do things 
in this state that are the wrong things to do when it comes to guns, folks. The Ohio governor, who is not known to be a Trump-loving conservative, he's kind of a rhino. He just signed a bill. He's a former U.S. Senator, Mike DeWine. He just signed a bill allowing armed school employees. This is a Politico story. Now, this is, I mean, it requires 24 hours of training before, and it is not mandatory. It is optional for school districts. 24 hours of training before an employee can go armed and up to eight hours of annual training. The trainings have to be approved by the Ohio School Safety Center. Imagine if we had something like that in Oregon, a school safety center. Oh, no, because Kate Brown and all the leftists and a whole bunch of stupid Republicans would say it's racist. Anyway, the center is ordered in this law to require the maximum of 24 hours and the maximum of eight hours of training. They do the training. Schools can provide additional training. Now, he also outlined in the bill $100 million for school security upgrades in schools and $5 million for upgrades in college. They're adding 28 employees to the school safety center. They also added $1.2 billion, folks, with a B, in wellness funding for schools to address mental health and other issues. Now, so far, the Republican uh, legislature hasn't wanted to pass other things. He still prefers that they hire armed cops to be in the schools. Now, of course, there's a bunch of liberal leftist mayors that oppose him. That's typical. My point in sharing this with you is something that he says that's going on in Oregon. And this is a this is a discussion point that you can have with people. The governor of Ohio again, not a conservative, folks. Not a Trump-loving MAGA conservative by any stretch. He's a well-known rhino. He said he has a whole bunch of other ideas that he wants the legislature to do. Oh, like higher penalties for violent felons. Let me say that again. Higher penalties for violent felons caught with guns and ensure that mentally ill people don't have guns if a court deems them dangerous to them. Red flag laws, right? We have that in Oregon. Cracking down on violent felons is also a way to protect children, he said. Quote, we're seeing a lot of children who are killed not in school, but in their homes and on their streets. 
and they're killed by violent offenders and they're usually repeat violent offenders who are shooting randomly and shooting at somebody and the kid gets in the way. Folks, you're talking about gangbangers. This is the same thing that has been happening in Portland since feckless mayor Ted Wheeler and the uber-liberal city council decided to take $12 million away from the Portland Police Bureau because they're racist and to disband the gang enforcement unit. That's what I call it. Because they're racist. Guess what happened? Gang shootings have increased dramatically. Murders have increased. Gun violence from violent repeat offenders. The Ohio governor gets it right. Now, how come Tina Kotek can't talk about this? How come you don't hear Christine Drazen trumpeting this? And how come Betsy Johnson blew it and had the opportunity to talk about this instead of signing on to the ideas of raising the gun age because the mood of the country's changed? We talked about that. Has it really? Friends, if you want Republicans to win city council seats, school board seats in the legislature and the governorship, this is the stuff they need to be talking about. Now, not everybody agrees. Corby writes me an email. By the way, 503-589-1220 is a power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Corby writes about hardening schools. Says, morning, Jeff. I feel that people are falling into a trap. They have been set by wanting to harden the schools. Fencing and locking down the schools are really no different than COVID lockdowns and taking more freedom away. We should be going the other way and turn the schools away from gun-free killing zones. We should be putting the fear of God in anyone who tries to harm another. Why don't we go after and find the persons that put these shooters up to this? We should know that this guy didn't do it on his own. Why would we want to corral people in a building? If someone wants in bad enough, they would figure out a way, most likely from someone working on the inside. It sounds like a great way to lock parents out from their kids. What about the lockdowns they're planning after Labor Day? Labor Day. Sounds like a great way to lock people instead of lock in instead of locking them out. What about the mother that went in and rescued her kids when the police wouldn't? Instead of handcuffing her, they could have just stood at the gate and locked her out. Government has proved over and over that it's worthless. Personally, I want government to blank out of my life and I will take care of myself and friends and family. People have gotten so used to depending on government. Look where it's gotten us. It's like watching everyone on Stockholm Syndrome. So it's Corby, right? In hardening schools, we're locking kids in and parents out. I think he's completely wrong. I love you, Corby, but you couldn't be more wrong because it's working wonderfully in places like California where they've been hardening schools for years and in other places. Parents still get in the building, but the bad guys don't. Are they, is there going to be an inside job? Well, tell me, has there ever been an inside job in a school shooting? Not to my knowledge. 
A state employee who shall never be named also weighs in on this issue. Talking about the House of Representatives in Congress, proving legislation, which, by the way, Democrat Kurt Schrader voted against on his way out the door. Boy, he really went hard. He may even uh, endorse Betsy Johnson, by the way, in his Channel 2 interview. Anyway, they passed this bill. Okay. He makes the comment, okay, so you can't buy a sem- semiotic centerfile rifle or a centerfire shotgun under 21. He writes, so it's okay for a 15-year-old girl to secretly, without her parents' knowledge or permission, make the decision to have gender reassignment surgery, but not for a responsible 18-year-old to own a centerfire shotgun? So it's okay for a 15- or 16-year-old girl to kill a baby in her womb without her parents' knowledge or permission, but not for a responsible 18-year-old to own a semi-automatic rifle or ammunition with a capacity exceeding five rounds. So it's okay for an 18-year-old to enlist in the armed forces or police academy and be entrusted to use a variety of weapons such as pistols, shotguns, and semi-automatic rifles, but not for the same individual to purchase many of the very same types of guns they use themselves and others to keep others and themselves safe? There's more. I just gave you some very interesting arguments you could use in persuasive conversation with others that are persuaded. What do you think? 503 589 is the power of you, GMC Talk Line. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. I will finish that email because it makes a couple of more really important points that you could use. And again, having persuasive conversations with people in your world that are persuadable. By the way, one of the things, if you know somebody or maybe you're experiencing it yourself, where your heating and cooling system is just not working right, you better get it fixed because hot days are coming. Eventually. Call Freedom Heating and Air. They can come out and fix it right away. It's one of the ways with their emergency services effort that they have built such a great business for almost 50 years here in the Mid-Valley area. They get out and they fix it quickly, often before anybody else can. Freedomheatingandair.net. That's their website where you can check out all the great things they can do to make your life better, including a blog, which can be helpful to you about just doing little things to make your system last longer. Take care of it, kind of yourself. Freedomheatingandair.net or just give them a call, 503-580-1456, 580-1456, and they'll come out and get her fixed for you. So here's how this 
email from a never-to-be-named state employee makes the point. 15-year-old girls can have sex reassignment surgery without their parents' knowledge or permission, but you can't have a responsible 18-year-old own a center-fire shotgun that was included in the bill that the House of Representatives passed. It's okay for a 15- or 16-year-old girl to kill a baby in her womb without her parents' knowledge or permission, but not for an 18-year-old responsible to own a semi-automatic rifle like a 22 caliber or ammunition with a capacity exceeding five rounds. It's okay for an 18-year-old man or woman to enlist in the armed forces or the police academy, be shot, be taught to use pistols, shotguns, and semi-automatic rifles, but same person in the military can't go out privately and buy those guns. And they claim, gun control advocates, liberals, that, well, and this is the reason Kate Brown is turning loose thousands of violent teenage criminals because they claim the gun control advocates that key cognitive and impulse control are not fully developed until they're age 26. Thus, those 18 and 20-year-olds are far more likely to commit acts with firearms. So if their cognitive abilities and impulses are not fully developed at age 26, Till age 26, why are we letting them make decisions about changing their gender or killing babies in their wombs? This is more about blatant exploitation of Uvalde in Texas and full-fledged manipulation of the emotions of people who are by those who are the Marxists. We want to take away your right to defend your family. All the while, this person writes, the Marxist leaders are gleefully preparing and planning for and announcing the imminent violence and bloodshed in the streets when the Supreme Court strikes down the federal right for abortion and returns it to the state. You wait. Sadly, it's about to happen. Let's go to the phones, 503-589-1220. Just to let you know at the bottom of the hour, we're going to have Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, with us. You don't want to miss his conversation because he does something nobody else does in his business. And it ought to give you a whole lot of confidence in the honor and the integrity of this man. Back to the phones, 503-589-1220. is the Power Buick GMC Talk. Let's go to Jerry. Hey, Jeff, go Ducks. Go Bees. So this is all interconnected. Um, <clears throat> after what we saw with the the, uh, the virus and the vaccine and everything else, why would we ever trust the government with anything ever again? Um, again, um, from Kennedy's book, he uh, was describing how everything in the uh, FDA, H, uh, um, the... Um, health, whatever it is, um, and uh, all of the medical uh, practices is frankly owned by the, uh, by the pharmacy, uh, Big Pharma. 
Uh, and Fauci is the most corrupt man basically on the planet. Uh, why would we put our trust in something that failed so dramatically uh, over the last two years? To where people are dying in the tens of millions, probably. Yeah, and let's, I mean, it's its hard to argue with what you've just said. If, if anyone would analyze critically what, what you just said, let's bring it down to the state level. Why would we trust the state of Oregon to do, say, single-payer health care when look at how wildly successful they have been in implementing Cover Oregon, wasting $300 million on a website that never signed up a single person, or their inability to get out un- unemployment checks to people, or their inability to spend $250 million just sitting there, Jerry, to help drug addicts. Why would we trust the government with anything? It's just a scratchy, scratchy system. And, in fact, when you come down to gun control or or the the, uh, the virus, it's flat dangerous. That is. It's deadly dangerous. And we are are seeing more about that uh, in some interesting autopsy photos. Mm, on the blood clot. Yeah, they're Jerry. Just, Thank you, they're Jerry. Just Back frightening. in the moment, Eric Gates, the righteous renovation. Don't go away. 630. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us today. We'll get back to our topics and your thoughts about them all in a bit, but it is my pleasure to welcome to the show Eric Azer, the owner of Righteous Renovations. You can check out his website at RighteousRenovations.com. Hey, Eric, good morning to you. Hey, good morning, Jeff. Thanks for having me on your show. I'm a big fan. Appreciate it. Well, I uh, first of all, appreciate you being a, an advertiser and a sponsor, number one. Number two, you and I had a conversation the other day, and this is what I've been telling people uh, as to why they should listen to this, yeah, mm-hmm. this interview is because you do something different as a contractor that I've never heard of before. You actually show to your clients the Correct. amounts that your subcontractors are charging. So, and your profit on the job, really? Yeah. Well. Fortunately, fortunately, I've known some other contractors to do this, but not many. Um, as a born-again Christian, um, that was about the time that I started doing remodeling and formed Righteous Renovations. You can see in the name that it's been, been in, inspired by my Christianity and my walk with Jesus. So when I started the business, I was born again, so I, I decided to do things in my life differently. So, you know, general contractors kind of get a bad rap. I often tell customers... You know, at least I have all my teeth. You know, I got 
you know, something going for me. You can trust me a little bit. Cause there's a lot of lack of trust <laughs> with contractors. Yeah, there is. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, so transparency seems to help, you know, with especially a lot of customers I have, have had terrible experiences, people leaving jobs, botching jobs, costing them a lot more money. And that's one of the, you know, not only do, do I feel like I'm doing right by, you know, my faith, but I also feel like I'm doing right for the customer. And it just makes the job that much more satisfying. So, uh, I mean, you take a bit of a risk uh, by showing people that you, in fact, um, are are going to occasionally use subcontractors when you do. You don't always, as you as you shared with me, but you um, you take a risk in talking about what your profit margin is. Yeah. Well, you know, typically, I try to you know, and I want to let your customers know, um, typically a contractor needs to make about 30 to 35% margin. Now, uh, I spoke with you, you know, earlier, um, that I'm just a one man show. Now, you know, as, as I'm growing, I'm advertising with you and supporting, um, your great show and, and KSLM and all and the network and, and, you know, henceforth, um, as I'm growing, I, w- I was thinking of hiring employees, but I haven't gotten around to it. Now, one of the benefits of having an owner operator do a lot of the work and also hire the subcontractors is you don't really you don't sacrifice quality. And in addition to that, you can, I don't have as much overhead as some of the larger companies. So therefore I can pass on some savings without sacrificing quality. Now I know we're heading into recession. I know people are, are worried about that, but the housing market is just crazy right now. So people are not able to afford homes or, or if they want to change their surroundings, one of the things they can do is remodel. Now, you may or may not be able to afford that, but if you can, you know, it may be worthwhile contacting me to see what I can do for you compared to whoever else you might be going with, if that makes sense. Well, it does. Folks, we're talking with Eric Azer, owner of Righteous Renovations, one of our advertisers, uh, local business guy here. Check out his website, righteousrenovations.com, righteousrenovations.com. Quality is one of the reasons that you, in my prior conversation with you, is one of the reasons you told me as to why you're not trying to expand too quickly and to hire uh, employees because you want to do it right for people. Yeah, correct. Um, when I got into this, I do mainly, and, and so people know I, I do a lot of work. For myself, I do tile work. I can do carpentry. I do demolition and framing. Um so I got into it doing bathroom and kitchen remodels because when it's finished, it just looks beautiful. You know, I got into it for the eye candy, you know, so maybe you might be on the radio cause you know, I don't know if uh, TV said bye to you because of being, not being eye candy, but I know a lot of people on radio are, are like that. But um, if you want to see some good work, you can look at my website as well, but um, I can do high end work, which would be, um, you know, heated floors, marble, all the way down to on a budget where it, it doesn't, it doesn't need to sa- to sacrifice beauty just to be on a budget. So you can work with, you know, porcelain tile or, um, out of the box cabinets, whatever you're going to get, you're going to get highest quality of work with me working with your budget. So, um, 
that's really been my passion is the interior remodels. Now I would like to move into um, additions and homes. Um, so if anybody's looking for an addition in a home, um, we are expanding into that realm and I would be more than happy to talk with you about that. Well, all right. So let's talk about how people can get in touch with you. Uh, one way is your website, which is righteousrenovations.com. It's all one word, righteousrenovations.com. Or they can call you 503-341-3816. It's 341-3816. Or they can email you to Eric, E-R-I-C, Eric at righteousrenovations.com. Dot com. Now, your website has some great pictures, some of the work that you've done. I mean, it. yeah, there's really not anything that you can't do, but you also have some great testimonials from some of your satisfied customers. That really yes, is, is the most powerful thing you can do, Eric is get those testimonials up there and get people to do word of mouth for you. You know, I'd like to, you know, and, and that kind of falls in the same category. I'd like to thank all your, your listeners and the customers I've gotten from KSLM. They're some of the best customers and I, I appreciate them, them very much. Um, I have plenty of referrals of happy customers and not only that, but if you, you know, like you said, the pictures on there, it should, you know, help speak for my work, but there's also people that will actually speak for my work. Um, when you contact me. So um, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. So it is, uh, friends, if you've ever had, and, and Erica, look, I, I remodeled a home myself. And we had the kitchen tore up for a long time <laughs> because, you know, it wasn't the only thing I was doing in my life. I was in a legislative session. I was I was a legislator at the time. I was in the House of Representatives. And and I got to tell you, you know, I was working during the day and coming home working at night uh, on the House. So I was doing yeah. my legislative stuff in the day, coming back and working on a house. And it was just a mess. And it, you don't it do can that be, can it? kind of. Yeah, well, yeah, and talking about stressful in your marriage. <laughs> well, we, you know, and we can get into where when you start. Obviously, you're going to save the most money if you do it yourself, but it de you know depends on the schedule you're working with. Usually, when you work with me or um, we develop a schedule, and I I let everybody know ahead of time, and um, it moves as smoothly as possible. And one of the one of the most top one of the one of the things I keep hearing back from customers is just, thank you for the communication. You know, sometimes things come up the other day. Um, I had a, you know, a job fall into my lap where, you know, an older, um, older lady needed a, a ramp built because her husband was in, um, had half of her foot amputated and could not come home unless they had a wheelchair ramp. So I communicated with my customer. Fortunately, they were very understanding and I was able to build the wheelchair ramp for him and then come back to my job. So, but a lot of times people, a lot of times, contractors or whoever you hire may not show up and you might not know why. So I think that kind of speaks well for the values and the honesty I try to portray through my work and through my company. Friends, that's a great story that uh, should give you confidence that if you work with Eric at Righteous Renovations, it's going to work out right for you. It's going to work out best because his focus is on quality. 
And, you know, right now, again, you have your choice of you know, all kinds of contractors, but you never know what you're going to get. Why don't you go with a proven high quality contractor? RighteousRenovations.com. You can give Eric a call. 503-341-3816, 341-3816. Check out his website, RighteousRenovations.com, and you can email him, eric at RighteousRenovations.com. And you make a good point. Spend less time working on your home and more time enjoying it. Because really, that's the benefit of hiring somebody like you, isn't it? Yes, I mean, all the there's a lot of stresses that go out cause I, you know, that can go on during a project and if you can hand those off to somebody else, you know, that cares about, you can, you can genuinely see and feel and knows cares about your project is a load off you and your busy life nowadays. So we got um, about 40 seconds left. Any parting thoughts you want to share with our audience today, Eric? Well, I just wanted to say thank you again to all those that uh, that reached out to me. I'm looking forward to working uh, with more of you. And I also wanted to uh, uh, say that was great. I listened yesterday from your, your friend, the mayor in uh, Lebanon. I think that's great what he's doing. And you can have a new website coming out at RighteousRenovation.com with a new look. So please come check it out and give me a call. I'll be happy to work with you and hear with you and, and uh, dive into a project together. Thanks, Eric. Be blessed in all that you do. Eric Azer, folks, RightsRenovations.com. Back in a moment, 648. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is 10 minutes till the top of the hour. We will get to phones in a momento. 503-589-1220 is that power of Buick GMC talk line. Emails to jeff at 1220.am. Or Jeff at KSLM.news. Dale, a Second Amendment passionate defender, sent me a text message. It just reminded us about these, you know, these bills to restrict the purchase of firearms to the age of 21. He writes this. Alexander the Great ruled the ancient world at age 19. Something to think about. You know, his kids, their brains are not fully developed until they're 26, so we shouldn't let them have guns. Yet their brains are fully developed that they could rule the world at an earlier age. Yet their brains are fully developed that they can make a choice to have transgender reassignment surgery or have an abortion at age 15. Their brains are good enough for that. And according to our communist-loving Shamia Fagan, Secretary of State in Oregon, they also apparently are smart enough and 
well-developed enough in their critical thinking skills to be able to vote at 16, as she wanted. I want to remind you, sadly, the rain is not quite finished. I hope it does soon, because yours truly, in a week or so, needs to be able to get out in the fields and cut some annual ryegrass. Start the grass seed harvest. And it's going to be pretty hard if it keeps raining. But you know what? If it keeps raining and your roof is leaking, you're miserable. And you're destroying the value of your home or your business. So why don't you call Pfeiffer Roofing, have them come out, give you a free estimate on fixing it and how to fix it and what works for you, no matter what kind of a roof you have. They're really good at this. It's one of the ways, again, they built this great business. Second generation, family owned since 1978, right here in the Mid-Valley area. Pfeiffer Roofing is the name of the company. Check out their website, PfeifferRoofing.com, P-F-E-I-F-E-R Roofing.com, P-F-E-I-F-E-R Roofing.com. Or call them, 503-647-4725, 647-4725. We'll get to Glenn in a moment here. Daryl Scott, um is the father of one of the victims, Rachel Scott, who was killed in Columbine High School a long time ago. He was invited to the House Judiciary Committee. They thought he was going to talk all about gun violence. Well, it kind of did, but maybe not the way they thought. He said, and I quote, since the dawn of creation, there have been both good and evil in the hearts of men and women. We all contain the seeds of kindness or the seeds of violence. The death of my wonderful daughter, Rachel Joy Scott, and the deaths of that heroic teacher and other 11 children who died must not be in vain. Their blood cries out for answers. He went on to say the first recorded act of violence was when Cain slew his brother, Abel out in the field. The villain was not the club he used. Neither was it the National Club Association, the NCA. The true killer was Cain, and the reason for the murder could only be found in Cain's heart. Let me say that again. When Cain killed Abel, the villain was not the club, and it wasn't the National Club Association which didn't exist back then, he's making a point. The National Rifle Association, right? The villain wasn't the club. It wasn't the association that represented the club. It was the heart of Cain. And he talks about how quickly after Columbine and ever since, fingers are pointed at the NRA. He's not a hunter. He doesn't even own a gun. He doesn't represent or defend the NRA. He also knows they're not responsible for his daughter's death. But he wrote a poem, and I'm going to go to the phones here. Just before he testified in front of the House committee, he he said this, your laws ignore our deepest needs. Your words are empty air. You stripped away our heritage. You've outlawed simple prayer. 
Now gunshots fill our classrooms. Precious children die. You seek for answers everywhere and ask the question, why? You regulate restrictive laws through legislative creed, yet you fail to understand that God is what we need. Well said. Let's go to Glenn. Glenn, good morning. Yes, it's uh, the agencies of government, just like everything we've been talking about for two years at the federal level, state, county, are destroying the country from the financials to our schools and all these assassinations groups that this this department of assassination and this department from county, city, and state and federal all the way down, we're self-imploding. We're going to need the weapons now. We need the weapons for protection, which they want to take away from us. And we gave these agencies uh, to regulate and this and that. And for a while it worked for us, but now they've taken they've taken our existence away and made us live in these regulations at the, and many of us are, and I don't, but many have worked in these agencies and we let them get away with it for so long. And now look what we're, what we're handed on a, not even on a silver platter because now it's, uh, it's all click, clickbait money from the feds all the way to, to state governments and county governments that have overspent and look what's happening to us now. And then we find out that really Ukraine was a corruption way back in 2015. Now even uh, uh, Soros and uh, 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 Kissinger and the president are saying, well, well, what about Ukraine? Maybe we shouldn't. And the Pope even said, what about Ukraine? And then we find out that uh, we made them out to be the, the uh, 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 Russia to be the ugly thing. When in reality, um, uh, the president, uh, Putin, he was being maligned by the agencies of our government. Our government is evil against all the other governments of the world, and we can't even see it. So at this point, as we watch our stock valuations and our portfolios go into the toilet, and the central bankers are fighting one another over who can print how much more money than the other bank, we're watching it begin to unfold. And it just means yes, that we are yes. the what's happening from the inside of our guts, inside inside of our hearts, is more critical at this time than at any time because we're going to be left with uh, what weapons we have to do whatever we have to do to, to exist as everybody scrambles for less gas, less food, uh, less baby formula, and the mob is going to be there at the door. Thank you. Glenn, I hope you're wrong. I fear you may be right. Thanks for joining us today, friends. Keep praying and standing firm for your faith and what you believe is right and what you know to be good and moral and honest. Never back away. See you tomorrow.